Welcome to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Renty and the PMC. Hosted by David Faulkner, Harrison Vaughn, and Will Alexander, and powered by Renty, who just want to make renting enjoyable. Good evening and welcome to another Alternative Property Management Show. I am your host, David Faulkner, MC for the PMC and General Manager of Property Management for Property Brokers. I'm joined again by Will Alexander, an athlete extraordinaire uh, from yeah. Bailey's Property Management, and also Harrison Vaughan. Uh, well, I don't know how we can describe Harrison Vaughan. I'm surviving. He's surviving. And he's from Tommy's Still haven't Management. located those keys. I think they're still deep within Sky City somewhere. Well, I mean, we'll come on oh. to that in a moment. But we also have joining us special guest, and she's going to be on the the startup panel, Shadi Salapor from Let's Rent. Hello, Shadi. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. How are you? Hi, David. Hi. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. And uh, before I say anything further, congratulations on that award. Felt really proud to have my name against you, uh, you and your team. So That's... thank you for having me. Hi, Will, yep. and hi, Harrison, as well. Hello. Good to have you on, Shadi. Yeah, Hi. great to have you here. Yeah. We yeah, we've well, needed some sort of balance um, we, for quite some time, so thanks for joining us. Yeah, we've, thank we've you. Needed, we have needed it. And, and Harrison, please explain to us what the hell happened last week because you couldn't join the show. <sighs> uh, a because it was too early in the morning, and Will Alexander <laughs> had a bet on the. You know, you weren't going to turn up, and he he was right. It was an almost certainty that bet. Will I should have known better. What happened, mate? Yeah. You, you lost your keys. You lost your wallet. What was going on? No idea. So, got yeah, got back to Wellington and realised I didn't have my car keys on me. So, I was at the office and couldn't get home uh, and thought I'd left my wallet up in Auckland too. Have managed to locate the wallet, thank God, but have still not managed to track down the keys. So, it's been quite a mission getting spare keys for cars, for house, for the house, extra swipe tags. Um, so no, when you guys were trying to get me onto that podcast, I was in the middle of an Uber ride on the way into the city. <laughs> so um, I, I think, think it's it's important for the um, listeners to note that I did offer assistance. Um, you did, you did, and sorry, I, did, I didn't reply. And I never got a reply. And so if you, um, here I am trying to help, and no response. What is going on? Is this uh, I, I is this after the awards night? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I might have something to do with that. I bought him a drink. He drinks oh, something. Oh, oh, oh. It's and all then, coming out. It's all coming out in this podcast. He, he dropped <laughs> that drink, and then I had to buy him another one. So I don't know. What, what, well, I'm clumsy when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, we so know that. Drinks. Shady, so, have you ever have you ever seen the movie Dirty Dancing with Patrick Swayze? No, I don't do musicals. No, I, I like I like Patrick Swayze, oh. but I still wouldn't. Guys, it's, yeah. it's 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 Harrison to a T, to be honest. I mean, he yeah. could have been Patrick Swayze on that movie. We're not talking about looks, are we? Sorry, we're not talking about looks, are we? Oh, oh dancing, been... dancing, just sheer skill set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harrison Vaughan and Patrick Swayze are not the two people I would kind of compare with each other. But anyway, and I'd just like to point out, I didn't offer Harrison any assistance at all. I just laughed my head off. I thought it was... I thought it was yeah, you were really helpful, David. 
Yeah, no, it wasn't. And I'm quite happy to say that because you're just a, a useless fraud at times. I don't know how the hell you've got to where you've got to in life, but somehow <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a miracle, it's a bit of a mystery, but he's there. Anyway, tonight, what are we going to talk about? We've got Shani's come to join us. Uh, you know, we're, we're one of the panels that we're going to have, and Will's going to facilitate this panel, is the startup panel. And so what we decide to do is we get closer to the conference. I mean, the conference is only three months away only three months away so you know the full agenda is up on the website make sure that you come along take a look at the agenda get your tickets um we've sold a lot of tickets already a third of the tickets have gone already and we've still got three months to go uh, and so what we thought we'd do we get shardy on we'll get some of our speakers on and just hear a little bit about them so we can get to know them and uh, we want to find out what got her motivated what got us started into to property management i have had the pleasure actually um in the real iq days of, of interviewing shardy it's got a remarkable story to tell, fascinating story to tell. And, uh, yeah, so we'll just go for it from here. So, Shadi, thanks for coming along. And, uh, you know, we, we've asked you to come along and, and be on this panel. Why did you, why did you, why did you accept the invite? Uh, because I, I like what you gentlemen do. And like you said, you needed a bit of a balance in here. I listened to your other podcast. And I like that they are relevant. And I thought, hey, you never turn down an invite like this to stay relevant in the industry, to have your name there, to participate. I think um, things like this are good and I'm pleased to be here. So thank you again. And yeah. So what got you into property management, Shadi? Um, pro about 20, maybe so years ago, I was working... Um, when, well, I was working at a, a countdown as service daily assistant after school and on my way home, back when we used to have ACC offices, um, there was a note on the uh, Ray White United were looking for a receptionist for the Papakura office and I thought that could be me. I got a bit tired of selling ham behind the counter. So I applied for it and the guy, um, Tim Fitzgerald, and I've never forgotten him, he said, there's something about you. And back then I didn't even speak good English and I'm you know, still getting there with my English. And he said, you are a good people person and you should keep doing, um, you know, working with us. And so I landed my first job as a receptionist with him and he encouraged me to stay in the industry. So worked my way up and I've done um, reception, sales, uh, assistant to a property manage manager and the, throughout all the roles within the real estate industry, the one thing that it always came down to is we are about people. It's how we deal with people, it's the experiences that they have with us as a property manager, as a sales agent and um, those rewards when you help a client, when you help a tenant find a home, or when you, when I helped a, um, a a seller sell their property, it all was good reward feelings that I didn't think any other industry offered me. So I've stayed in it. It is my passion, and I love it. And I don't think I've got any other skills. I mean, getting a bit old for anything fancier than that. So. Oh, yeah, you, you, we've all got we've all got skills in, in, in some forms or other. And anyway, Shadi, I mean, so so I mean, your first job was as an assistant. When did you start managing a portfolio on your own? And when did you realize that, hey, this is this is mm. the, this is the career for me? Um, 
I would say uh, when I was working in Papakura, and maybe this is about 15 years ago, uh, I was assistant to a lady called Carrie Gibbs. I think Gibbs was her last name. And she, I was the assistant. She had an accident and ended up in hospital. So I was put in the deep end and I, uh, they were like, okay, Shadi, you're the rental department. You need to run this thing. And then I got the car. I got the keys. I was doing viewings. And there was one family that had um, come into New Zealand and they were refugees themselves. And I'm still friends with them. They currently live in Queenstown and I manage two of their properties. They, the, the way they that I helped them and the assistance they got from me and that moment I thought, okay, this, this is me. This is what I want to do. So I got a taste for it, for being free, for just going out there and signing tenants. And nobody had actually to that point had told me how to do this. It was just like I had to run this department and because the manager was sick and I just loved doing it. I loved the challenges that it came with it. And so, yeah, that's when I really decided, OK, I want to be in property. So, I mean, I think many of us kind of we fall into it. I mean, so, you know, I'm, I'm no different. Um, Harrison kind of uh, worked in IT at, at Tommy's and then before we looked at property management. Will, how did you get into it? You, you, I mean, because you came from a professional cyclist background and, you know, the, your mum was obviously uh, quite prominent in, in, in the industry at Barfoots. Um, but was this something that was just kind of, right, Will, you're doing this because you can't be a professional cyclist forever? Or was it something that you actually chose that you wanted to do? Yeah, pretty much that, exactly that. I had a big crash, had to retire, didn't know what I was going to do, had studied engineering, but was out, didn't really ever practice. So mum was the CEO at Barfords at the time, and I said, well, what do you, she said, come and do a property management job. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And and the rest is history. So it was as simple as that. Um, but I might add, um, I was turned down twice before I got a job as a property manager, which I thought was rude at best, considering my mother was the CEO at the time. I've never forgotten them. I can actually still tell you the branch manager names, but no, it was quite funny. <laughs> I had to earn my, my my passage, but yeah, that's it. It was just um, a strike of luck, really, and and uh, I've loved the industry ever since. Yeah, it's a shabby, you know, I mean, you've, you've done it for a long time, and, and so you went from Ray White to... Um, was it the rent shop you went to, or was it with uh, uh, was it was it, it was, was it Frosty first? Was it where do you go no, to rent? No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Uh, I, I think I, I went. No, not I think I know. So I went from Century Twenty One to uh, working back working as a receptionist for Ray White Remuera, and then I did letting agent for Barford and Thompson for about four years. Um, nice. And this is yeah. This What's was quite branch? a challenging uh, Manariwa branch. Manariwa oh, branch. Bill Bill yeah. Humphreys. Bill Humphreys. So he was my boss. Uh, really cool. And back when th there was three of us and they had two cars. So the property manager yes. got the car and the two leading agents. You got the car for the month if you did the most lets. So I just okay. rolled up my sleeve because I back then I really needed this car and I'm like I'm not going to give this car away. I've got a bit of a competitive nature in me. So Saturdays, I'd have my two boys 
in the car doing viewings, trying to get those lids to beat the other girl because I needed that car. So then from Barfoots, I went to a company called Allen Realty. Uh, really a good company, Simon Allen, yep. Kathy Allen. Yep, Simon Allen, Kathy Allen, I remember them. Yeah. Yep, yep. Who, yep. who did they sell to? Uh, yeah, uh, who point, did they sell to? Point Property Management, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Simon yes. Allen, brilliant guy. Like a lot of the stuff I know today, I still practice. I've learned from that guy. Just, he was just you know, crossed his uh, T's, dotted his I's, and he was a brilliant business development manager as well. He, he would pick up a client and he would pass that property on to me and we would go to the property and he's, I was single back then and he sold me this client. He said, hey, Shadi, you'll get along with him. Uh, he drives this fancy car and um, and then I turned up to the meeting with him and the guy is there in his track suits, you know, the landlord. landlord. <laughs> but he was just really, uh, really good in terms of having being uh, having a bit of humor, but also very, very detailed as well. So a bit of innocent fun in, in the work environment went a long way with us back then. Yep. Um, I won't ask what the innocent fun was, Shadi. I don't want to know. Uh, well, I do want to know, but I don't know if it's going to be appropriate. Um, anyway, so what? when do you kind of fall into becoming a business? Or when? Because we all have this little spark in us. That we all do. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, and I want to be a business owner and not an employee. I mean, what kind of set that fire alight inside of you? So when I left Ellen Realty, that's when they sold. Otherwise, I wouldn't have left. I... As soon as I knew they were selling, I went to the rent shop and uh, back when it was uh, it was Love Grove or Professionals, and I said, hey, I need a job. They didn't even ask for a CV. They gave me a job. By then, I'd been in the industry long enough. And um, I stayed with them, stayed with the rent shop for about um, five years, and they were really good to me. We had a good relationship. They had lots of training good um alex watson in particular brilliant guy and um then i decided that i wanted to i wanted to grow a bit more in terms of not only financial reward uh, better pay or a different position with the company i had a mind of okay what do i do next i've hit the ceiling in terms of my current role and I want to do something different and I've always wanted to do property management and I wanted to do it my way, not having to uh, doing it in a way where when you work with a company, when you've got 20 plus staff and I've been in the industry for uh, 15, 20 years, then as the company grew that I had to be constricted to the to the same standard as a junior that has started uh, two, three, four months ago. So that kind of annoyed me because, because not that I want special treatment, but my experience here and this person's experience here, uh, it, I felt that it's, it was holding me back. So I thought, okay, I, I want to go and give this ownership thing a go. And it's the best thing I've done. In 15 days' time, it'll be three years we are in business. Yep. 
Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's great Thanks, success, Charlie. So, congratulations, well Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Addison, how long, you been, uh, how long have you been going for now? We officially went public, like, on the 1st of February 2017. Yeah. So yeah. almost, wow. what, seven, almost seven years. So, yeah. so, so for someone like Addison, who's lucky, he's got a big real estate grunt behind mm. him with, with Tommy's, you didn't. I mean. Me? No. Mm, no. Yeah. yeah. So, so if it wasn't, I mean, Dave, you're 100% right there. If it wasn't for the brand, I mean, when I started, it was me and my mate, Jack Vale. We used to always joke that if it was called Harrison and Jack's property management, <laughs> you know, after three years, we'd probably still only have 20 properties. Yeah. <laughs> what, where, where, is, where is your biggest source of business, Shadi? I mean, it's a, it's a great, great um, story, really. Um, a lot of my... Current clients uh, have been with me for since the Allen Realty days that followed, and the uh, existing word of mouth and uh, existing clients, and also the uh, as I started Let's Friend, it was also Google having a Google Google page. A lot of inquiries came through that. And word word of mouth, my network of people, and I'm quite a bit of a social butterfly and go out a fair bit. And my friends, uh, they know what I do, and I'm not uh, shy about telling people what I do. I'm proud of what I do. I scream it all the time. Uh, and also uh, that property investor chat group. I have got a really good number of clients from there. And once you start, once you've got a few clients, it, the momentum starts. I was never afraid of not having any clients. I knew that if I had a start, all I need is one or two. And then that, you know, your momentum is going. And then one client brings another, another one brings another 10 on the basis that I looked after those clients and they were happy with my service, they were happy to recommend me. So that's what I sort of relied on is provide a good service to this client, to the tenants, to the landlords, and then they can walk out, they can walk yeah. and be my active advocates. And that's what's happened, mm. I believe, so, yeah. But So you've also got now your partner, Wayne, he, he's involved in the business now as well, isn't he? What does he do? He's uh, my husband. <laughs> we yeah, got married. We oh, got married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got married October last year. A surprise, a Halloween party. Nobody oh, knew. Cool. Um, yeah, so he was looking at a bit of a retirement, and we were at just over a hundred properties. I thought I could either get a bit of admin involved or get uh, virtual assistance and I thought actually I don't want to do that why don't I bring a man why don't I create a role for him something utilize what he's good at he comes from engineering background he's yeah. very very detailed um, very patient and I thought what can I do with my husband but you know with yeah. the working during working he'd, hours he'd, so he'd have, be, he'd have to be patient working with you surely I mean god like, I mean you're like a whirlwind yeah you you gentlemen know that that you know our jobs are very diverse like I've only seen him for about an hour today I give him a list of things to do all our maintenance and uh, issues land up in his email 
he deals with them. If he's not sure about something, he comes to me. So we I created the role of a maintenance manager. So we don't have a software that is a property maintenance, but an actual person that will ring the tenants, that will ring the owners, get the quotes, go and check up on work that has been completed by other tradespeople. And it's worked out really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you just yes, described on, my marriage. I'll, yeah. Well, I was going to say. I get lists on emails, yeah. and That's I, straight away. Most of them are to do with maintenance. Um, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I was. I was exactly the same place, Will. Exactly the same place. I'm listening to this going. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like uh, that sounds like my. Yeah. Yeah. And and just to confirm the picking order, I'm definitely the employee, not the boss. So yeah. again, yeah, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I know, fascinating. Addison, you haven't got that problem. It's not a problem. It's no, not, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem. I don't. It's it's worked out really well for us. I mean, he can gonna, then. Yeah, I was going to say, Shadi, what what's it, what I mean? Because not every married couple could work with each other yeah i mean yeah. so 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 how do you define the boundaries and i mean what happens when there's a disagree well it's obvious what happens with a disagreement you get your way but you know how do you resolve those things what what what's it like yeah how, there, after you will how do you define the boundaries yeah we in work time um, we have the he will come to me because he he knows this is what I'm good at. He respects the the knowledge and the information he can get out of me. So he doesn't push back um, in that sense. Having said that, like he is he's the maintenance person in the in the work uh, prof, uh, professional capacity, but outside that, then he's the boss. He deals with the finances and he makes other decisions that I also allow him to do that. He's good at some stuff. I'm good at some stuff. And recognizing, 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 recognizing what we are both good at and respecting that, respecting those is what our, what works with us. So I want to argue with them. If he's good at it, he's good at it. I mean, Shadi, you say you got married on Halloween Day, but to me it sounds like a marriage made in heaven, really, in terms of a not just as a business this, relationship. You're complementing each other's strengths and weaknesses, which is yeah. always always important with no matter who you go into business with. You know. Yeah. So fascinating, fascinating. Can I ask you, I mean, in terms of because I mean, we love the industry, we all love the industry. What would you like to see evolve in the property management industry? What changes would you like to see to make it better? asking me changes um well we've got the regulations that are coming and that that is going to be uh good that will get rid of some of the operators that aren't as passionate or aren't as ethical as us here in this room or in this uh meeting um i would like it to be probably just a bit more uh, less uh, competitive in terms of how other property managers deal with each other. Um, I feel that there's a lot of business for everybody and people choose to work with property managers that they like. I sense that in the property management, when you when a property comes to you, the other property manager kind of 
doesn't like you for it or isn't isn't very um, available and open about information or how things are done. A while ago, I, co I contacted a property manager because they were marketing another one in a new complex and they had started marketing it about a week before I did my one. And I said, hey, how was that open home going? What sort of an interest do you have? And they just came back to me in a manner that I thought, oh, that's not really cool. As property management companies, we should really be working together rather than against each other. I think I like to see that I'm giving, mm. I am sharing, I am, um, we're all in the same industry, in the same boat, the same challenges, the same market. So let's yeah. help each other. You know what, I think, I actually think regulation will go a, a fair bit away for sorting that out because I do feel that we will see a consolidation mm. um, of, of the industry. And I think some of the smaller, less ethical will, will just, they won't cope. I mean, you know, so, so, I mean, Addison, have you got any questions you want to ask of, of, of uh, Shadi this evening? I mean, Shadi, when you started, one of the big things I found, like, oh, oh, curiosity was a big thing that sort of hit me when I, I came into the industry, because I'd come from technology, and I was like, why do we do things this way? Why is this done that way? And I challenged a lot of things and changed a lot of things. When you sort of started the company, did you sort of stay with what you'd known or were you were you tempted to sort of tip things on their head and do things differently? No, I start I I, I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. I knew what I was good at and I carried those things in uh on the with some differences and differences like having uh allowing in my budget for a gift for the tenants that arrive in their mm. home and yeah so i i didn't change no no so I, I stayed with my skills i stayed with what i'm good at uh but i just uh added uh you personalized plus, it plus, didn't you yeah you yeah. made it more shoddy yeah 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 well, business is personal. I've always believed mm. that if you go into business, it's there's a lot of passion. It's your baby yeah. almost. You know, you're like you, you, you know, and it, and it's hard to let go. I mean, I've got to admit, I struggled for a wee bit after it, like you going back into a company. But you know, you, you, it is what it is. Anyway, um, Will has we, we we have our special guests come along and we get people. Uh, Will has a selective five questions that he asks every guest. So, Will, the floor is yours, and uh, away you go, mate. Right. Am I the special guest? Yeah, you're the special. Um, um, oh, yes. yes, yes, you are. I'm more interested in your responses. Um, so five questions. First, that comes to mind. Short and simple. Um, hardest challenge so far starting Let's Red? Uh, restraint of trade. Mm, good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 good one. Um, Best thing about starting Let's Rent? Best thing, uh, can I say money? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's as good as well, any, Charlie. Hey, listen, as, listen we're, we're not non-for-profit organisations here. We've got to turn a profit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It is real estate after all, so that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, yeah. Anyone looking to start, what's your best piece of advice? Ask ask yourself why you want to do it. Uh, what is your why? And even though that I 
just before I said the best thing was money. Uh, you need to have your why right. You don't, you can't start it with just wanting money. You have to know why why you're doing it. So ask why, why you want to do it. Have you read the Simon Sinek book on on that, Shari? No, I haven't. Well worth a read. Well worth a read. Start with yeah. why. Yeah. 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 Go on, Will. Good answers. Um, if you had to choose between David or Harrison as your next employee, who would it be? <laughs> David and Harrison. Um, oh, and you man, can only that's... choose one. Yeah. Uh, choose one. Okay. I'd choose David. Not offence, Harrison. Yeah, um, I'm heart, I'm heartbroken, Shardy. I'm sitting in the corner crying. No, I choose, I choose David. I think, yeah. Good more experience uh, with that man. How come you are not an option in there? Well, are you not available? Yeah, I'm strategic, actually. I didn't <laughs> feel like getting hurt today, so. Um... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Harrison. I'll make no, it up. We, we do controversial on, on this day, uh, show. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, anyway, listen, right. it's been great. Any, any Last question. question. One more question. Yeah. So, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Um, you started at zero, which you had no properties, therefore you had no income. How long did it take you to get to a point where you were paid a sustainable income that you could live off, or something equivalent to what you had been paid in the past? Uh, I think about six months. That fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. No, I I did really well. I worked long hours. I I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how to do it. And I have to say that it wasn't just myself. I like one of the biggest fears I had is like, how am I gonna pay landlords? I didn't know because I was a property manager, not doing account stuff, but the support from Palace, they were doing the month end with me. Um, Renty, the guys from there, so all that stuff helped me um, learn how to quickly uh, do things. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, what it's amazing what you learn, how quick you learn when you have to learn. When you have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think those are those are absolute nuggets for anyone listening wanting to do yeah. their own thing. Um, yeah. That's awesome to hear, Shardy. Restraint of trade, money, what's your why? David's better than Harrison in six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah about six months. And, you know, we started within our means. We didn't go and buy a, a 50K car or 100K car. We just started, as you know, started with a small beetle. We didn't put ourselves into debt to start the business. So mm. that was important as well for anybody that's thinking. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, financial financial pressure in business it can be a killer, can't it? And it's it's you know there's we all need a bit of stress. I think yeah. we all need a bit of stress mm -hmm. in our life. A bit of pressure doesn't hurt, but what we don't want is worry. And worry yeah. those all types of bad practices and 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 whatever. Listen, it's been great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope Thank you've enjoyed you so it. Much. We're looking forward. We're looking forward to see you on the panel at the PMT on the 23rd and the 24th of November at the Takina Convention Centre in Tafanganui Otara in Wellington. And we cannot wait to, to see you there. If you want to have a look at the agenda, the full agenda is on the website. The awards criteria, and I've got no doubt you'll be entering awards. The awards criteria 
will be open from this weekend. So we've been planning on the awards. Professor Graham Squires, he takes care of all the awards. He has his own. He's got committee, which is independent from the industry. So they can go off and they do the marking. We don't even see who enters the awards. That's one of the criteria we have. So make sure that you get your awards in. Make sure that you get your tickets. It's going to be a fantastic two days. And, uh, Will, Addison, thanks for joining us. We've got Hermione Gardner from Australia joining us uh, at next week's podcast. We're going to get some more of our guests coming along. And, uh, Shadi, thanks again for your time. Uh, congratulations so on, on what you've done. Congratulations on getting married. We didn't know about that. And, yep, thank uh, you. Yep, see you guys. Nati wa. Cheers, cool. guys. See you thank guys. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. The Alternative Property Management Podcast. Powered by Renty and the PMC.